Hey friends, it's Fred Greenhalgh, producer here at Realm. A new episode of Ominous Thrill is ready for your ears. It's Advice After Dark. Late night radio host Belladonna delivers extreme advice to the delighted horror of her audience until a creepy listener forces her to confront the brutal consequences of her show. Here's a preview. Welcome to my live stream, Bella. Say hello to everyone. What do you want? Click the link. Watch along. I'm not clicking links from psychos. You put that trash on the radio every night and I'm the psycho. You sound like you need help. I'm not one of your fake callers. My show is very, very real. Do you want to know what it's called? No, I don't. It's called Belladonna Gets What's Coming. Starring you. What? It's really starring me, but it's all about you. And you'd be surprised how many people want to watch you get what's coming. I called the police. They'll be here any minute. Yeah, well, we should be done before they get here. Find Ominous Thrill out now, everywhere you listen. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine. Coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. The Violet Hour presents Hollow, Episode 8, Possession. The following podcast contains adult language and graphic content. Listener discretion is advised. Engine room is secure, Corporal. Thank you. I'm not sure what keeps setting off that sensor. <sighs> you feel that? What? Chilly. We're deep in space, not the tropics. Been on this ship a while now, and I never remember it being this cold. <laughs> Maybe we ought to get the priest to check it out. Oh, fuck. Corporal. Corporal, are you all right? Corporal Kane! Medvac Assistance and Service Corridor B Stat. 1228 Medical Event. Repeat. 1228 Medical Event. Holy shit, did she take something? I can't hold her. She's too strong. You were all rats. All of you. Rats in my tomb. Leave now. Bridge, I think we're going to need a little more than just security down here. Kendra, what is happening? The present sector does not appear to be on the ship. What, what do you mean? Clarify, Kendra. This area is located in an unknown part of space and time. They're just beyond that door. Automatic locking system cannot be disengaged. I... We're going to have to break it down. On three. One. Two. Three. Carlos! The, the, the corporal! She's gone mad! Can you stop her? I mean, can you talk to her? I, I don't think so. Hannah? 
Why don't you come down from there? We can talk. Get you whatever it is you think you need to get yourself right. Well, it wouldn't be the first time a woman spat on me. I hate to say it, Captain, but if we don't stop her, she's gonna tear this ship apart. Oh, damn it, do it! Suppressive fire! Martin, Guru on crossfire on my two. Sturkel, Setiawan on ten. Shit! She's in control of her space. Yeah, almost like a force field. Not like. It is a force field. It's Latin. Welcome. Welcome to my home. Everyone, back out of the area. Can we stop at a planet that just has good food, good air, I don't know, just better than whatever shite this is? Is that what I think is going on? What? Why are you all looking at me? I'm just... I'm not part of them anymore. You are the most qualified of anyone here, Carlos. Hell, anyone within 50 light years, I imagine. Is Hannah possessed? Out here? I don't know. Nine times out of ten, it's something else. 999 out of a thousand. Whatever's happening, she has control of the sublight engine area. I need control of my ship. I was able to reroute the controls in D7 to here on the bridge. We are limited as to what we can do, but she can't cut us off, and she is sealed in there. Carlos, can you perform the ritual that's required? We can't keep losing crew like that. I don't think that I can... I have read the dossier on you, Carlos. You are a Jesuit priest who has experience with these types of scenarios. You served with Bishop Interigi in Rome, didn't you? Yes. Well? Fine. I will do it. But I need an experienced medfac presence to rule out other factors. I need Isaac. Well, the two of them aren't exactly friendly. Good. They hate each other. If she tries to kill him, we know that she's fine. We drive you from us, whoever you may be. Unclean spirits, all satanic powers, all infernal invaders, all wicked legions, assemblies, and sects. You're all damned. You will never find your new home for them. His kind will always have his boot on your throat. Son of a bitch. Please, do not acknowledge it, Captain. In the name and by the power of our Lord, Jesus Christ, may you be snatched away and driven from the Church of God and from the souls made to the image and likeness of God and redeemed by the precious blood of the Divine Lamb. And you, you will pay for the wickedness you have done to their people. You will pay with your life, not with coin. You will not see your whore who sleeps eternally. She will never wake because of your failure. I'll fucking kill- Stand down, Captain! Oh, most cunning serpent. You shall no more dare to deceive the human race, to persecute the church, torment God's elect, and sift them as wheat. <laughs> and you? You make us even blush. 
We beseech you, murderer. Do not listen to her. God who wants all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. You are a ship of the damned. God the Father commands you. God the Son commands you. God the ho I'm sorry. I, this is a waste of time. Carlos. Carlos, what's going on? You are not a demon. You are something else. We don't have time for this. Please, follow me. Well done, father. Well done. If you are not a demon, then how do you know so much about each of us? I'm a people person. Who are you? Speak your name, demon. <laughs> you people are such amusing customs. Who are you? We were so long ago. I barely remember the distinction of we. We rose to greatness as you are doing now. Those who were now faded into obscurity like dying stars. Those that remained home took the final steps into the light of freedom. Or so we thought. Right. I see now. Well, I'm glad you do. Stepping into the light of freedom. Freedom from the body. From the flesh. They transcended, Major. But then why here? Why have you all gone into Hannah's body? Why not float out into space and go everywhere? Answer me! Because they are stuck, Major. They need the body in order to leave their world. Isn't that right? Our essence could not leave without corporal bodies we could fuse with to form symbiosis. The planet wouldn't let us leave otherwise. We waited for so long, and finally you came. Planet, Tea Garden B. What, what do you want? Peace. A new home to expand and stretch our legs as it were in new forms. New forms? It's not just a planet you want, it's people. There are many colonies. We only wish for one to call home. We can always take you out of her by force. <laughs> Maybe. You could certainly try. But you'd kill her in the process. We can leave her body safely, but we will only do so if there are others that we can transfer into. We have to... We need to speak. Take all the time you need. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> nope. No. No way. You can't... Demon or extraterrestrial presence, it's a clear security threat. I mean, they can't stay in her. You're right. But I don't like the corporal much to begin with. But who knows what those things can do if they're turned loose. It's the colonists and the convicts that will suffer the most. As usual. Now, I don't know if we should dismiss a proposal out of hand. All we're talking about is one world. One of millions. We can drop her off in a pod. Tell her the place is safe and then boom. Blow her up on the ground from space. From a safe distance. You are talking about the kid's life. One life, Captain. 
one life to save many. You do it all the time. I see you. Look, if we do that, she's surely going to know. I mean, they are older than us, Donner. And from the sounds of it, they're probably telepathic in some way. It's probably why she knows so much. I'm not sure we want to piss off an entire civilization of ancient beings. What I don't understand is, is why not leave? She, they got out. Why not leave Hanno right now? Isaac was able to complete several examinations with the help of Kendra. We don't, well, we can't exactly say, but I think on Tea Garden B, the gravitational forces, magnetic fields, God knows. But whatever it is, it grounded them to the planet, and I suspect that humans can act as an anchor for them too. Maybe it prevents them from fizzling out into the universe. I don't know. But looks like they've decided that Hannah is their encounter suit, their vessel of choice. Also, I think the process takes a bit of time. However, it could transfer by touch much quicker. Or at least, the closer one gets to the entities, the quicker they can transfer. Are you sure about that, Carlos? <laughs> I'm not really sure about any of this right now. But we have to try. I need to talk to her. Find out more about her. Uh, about it. If we even have a chance at saving Hannah. I think I might know a way. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Major, why did you fire on the people of Colony 3174? Now is not a good time, Kendra. Major, if I am to understand... They were going to die anyway. And I didn't want to endanger the lives of the others. The crew of the Erebus were not in danger, Major. It was also to end the pain of the people of the colony. They had gone through enough. You know, I would have hoped someone would do the same for me. These are very difficult decisions you have to make, Major. Yeah, tell me about it. These are very Not now, Kendra. Yes, Major. So... How do you come to a decision about my proposal? It's an interesting dilemma. Sacrifice the many that lie within you, or sacrifice an entire colony. Tell us why. I want you to understand the choices my people had to make a lifetime ago. It should be an easy choice for you, convict. You hate this vessel, Hannah. We probably hold greater care for her than you ever will. Might be your decision, Beastie, but I don't think of things that way at all. The choice is clear. You all want to save your precious corporal, yet 
Your culture does not value the lives of other colonists. You people have the chance to save an entire civilization. What's your answer? Choose wisely. No. The answer is no. There's another way. Kendra, do it up. Affirmative. Major. What did you do? She's heading towards the Medfac Bay. Go, go, go! she doing the Zhang? What we need her to. It's transference. She's feeding on him. No, it thinks Hannah's body is about to die, so it... They are going to transfer to Zhang. No! You can't do this to them! Seal it, Kendra. Quick, make sure your suits are sealed well and your breathers are in. Transport Zhang's body to the airlock. We don't have much time. Don't we have the air restored now? It's to protect you from those beings entering you, Private. You had this planned all along, didn't you? You were going to execute the plan and be damned everyone. I had no choice. Zhang is as good as dead. He had the chance to save her in his own way. It's a simple equation, Carlos. And what of them? You were sentencing an entire race to death. And for what? Trying to escape their eternal prison? Have some compassion, Major. I do. You can escort them to the airlock and do whatever it is you priests do with people who are about to die. Go to hell. Excuse me? Go to hell, Major. No, 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 no. I know where you're going. Don't do it. You don't want to go there. I know a place where you can bring your people. We can live there together. We can share a new home. We can teach you, show you great wonders. Please, no. Pod loaded into airlock chamber. <laughs> the planet has taken me. It caressed me, loved me, embraced me, entered my blood consumed my flesh, taken complete possession of my soul. I have no choice but to embrace that which has loved me more than anyone else. I must love her and protect her. Brutality without love is menace. With love, brutality in the name of love is Devotion. Devotion of a mother. Of a father. Hannah's in a coma. We just may have swapped one person, our lost private Zhang, for another. Not a life lost in vain, though. The entities that attempted to take over this ship have been neutralized, sent off into the deepest reaches of space. <sighs> Fuck, I don't know. I don't know, I mean... I mean, I do know, I think. 
no one could agree what the right thing was to do, so I, I did it. I, I pulled the trigger. Someone had to do it, so I did it. And Isaac says that after further analysis by Kendra, the best description our primitive minds would understand would be that the entities were ghosts. A residual marker of what these people once were. They were sentient, though. Far more than residual space dust, if you ask me. Aquino didn't seem that way, and I felt everything. But what are those senses? I mean, are they any more real than anything else? All I know is that Carlos is almost a broken man. And I forced him to participate in the unimaginable, and I would do it all over again in a second. Our ship is on the edge of disaster. Everyone is weary of each other, particularly after the entities described their fates. I don't think I'm a murderer. I, I only kill if I have to when necessary. And it's been necessary far too many times. <sighs> My biggest worry is when we finally get to the colony on Glee 667CC, what happens then? What happens with Isaac and all the other convicts? Will they just walk away quietly into the night of their enslavement? Even extreme grief may ultimately vent itself in violence. But more generally, it takes the form of apathy. No one will care. Clark wants nothing more than to get the job done and get his paycheck. And he has his reasons. And I have mine. Much better. These are work. Fuck, why don't you work better? Fuck, why don't you work better? As long as I have this ship, as long as I have the Erebus, I can get the Kurtz. <sighs> Kurtz. The deeper I go into the darkness and the more I see it. His flaws, certainly, but but also his logic, sound. Every single day, Kurtz becomes less and less insane and more and more sound. You've been listening to Hollow, a production of Violet Hour Media. Directed and produced by Maria Corso. Written by Michael Ryan Asip and Peter Wainsutsky. Music composition by Umberto. Executive producer, Cassie Josephov. Sound design, sound mix, and master by Jan Piasecki. Edited by Simon Machin. Produced by Peter Wainsutsky. Shiva Nagar is the voice of Amelia. And Doug Bradley is Colonel Kurtz. Rich Green is Donner. Andrea Garcia is Private Keen, Hannah. Emmanuel Menjavar is Carlos. 
Nathan Coonan is Isaac, Joey Fontana is Kendra, and Ian Dick is Clark. Additional voices by Jerry Fu, Eric Fischler, and Arthur White. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.